0: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, this is Marion Ross. You are listening to TV Confidential. Uh, my mother was a hard working woman. Last thing she needed was a child that didn't carry his or her weight around the farm. And woe betide the youngin' that tried to spend an extra hour in bed when there was work that needed doing or chores to be done. Uh-huh. So, uh, so justice was <clears throat> swift.
1: Yes, sir. That was it. And yeah, sometimes left a mark. Ed Roberts with a reminder that Stephanie Powers from Heart to Heart will join us in our second hour. We hope you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we will shift gears as we welcome actor, impressionist, voice artist, and improvisational comic Jim Meskimen. Jim Meskimen, a working actor for more than three decades, with credits that include the original Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the Great Improv series, whose line is it anyway? Two movies directed by Oscar nominee Paul Thomas Anderson and five movies directed by Oscar winner Ron Howard. Jim Meskimen is the current voice of Colonel Sanders for KFC. Not only that, Jim has done a series of very clever parody videos in which Colonel Sanders approaches celebrities and other pop culture figures such as Bing Crosby, Humphrey Bogart, and Ronald Reagan about endorsing Kentucky Fried Chicken. Jim Meskimen will soon be seen in the Stars Network limited series Gaslit, starring Sean Penn and Julia Roberts. Uh, he'll also be in the Amazon Prime limited series Hunters, opposite Al Pacino and Carol Kane. He also has a project for Apple TV called The Big Door Prize, which we'll uh, ask him about in just as well. Jim Meskerman, welcome to TV Confidential. Thank
0: you. Thank you very much. Glad to be here.
1: Jim has been the voice of Colonel Sanders since 2017, and I bring that up only because there's been a lot of turnover. There was a lot of turnover. In- yeah, that's right. <laughs> quite a i quite <laughs> wandering through there. <laughs>
0: I'm one to- that stuck for a little while, so I'm grateful to the KFC brand, for sure.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, that's that kind of touches on, you know, what, what I asked you. The, f- the fact that you've been doing it for five years, it's noteworthy, the company likes you, you're doing a great job, you're taking it in different directions. Look, to have a steady gig in, in any capacity, especially at a time like this, that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, it's been very helpful. I'm very grateful to KFC. I had a good time, and then as you mentioned, I create, the, you know, I take the kernel. Yeah, and, and do things with it and the company seems to be fine nobody's ever said anything about it so for my youtube channel i have these lost uh, phone conversations between colonel sanders and and the painter david Hockney, for example or uh, or marlon brando you know or, or john lennon is one of my favorites too or he, he calls up john lennon and tries to, <laughs> tries to get him to, to change one of his songs and <laughs> It just the stuff that comes to mind, and I improvise it, and then I cut it together as if it's a real conversation and put filters on it so it sounds like it's over the phone and kind of old and crackly. It amuses the hell out of me.
1: Imagine there's no chicken. It's easy if you can.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, how about uh, give, give a piece of chicken a chance? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't think you really understand my message. Well, I don't think I understand it pretty well. No, you're missing the point, Colonel. What is he saying? He says he wants me to change
1: the song, Yoko. And stupid. That kind of thing. It's yes. fun. And, and there, there are many, many uh, Colonel Sanders uh, celebrity parody conversations available for free on, on Jim's uh, YouTube channel, which is called Jim Presions. The Jim Presions yes. channel on. YouTube, you kind of touched on this a little while ago. Um, does the idea of, I mean, like the premise, you know, Colonel Sanders talks to John Lennon. Colonel Sanders talks to Jack Nicholson. Does that come to mind and then you kind of build from there?
0: Yeah, I, you know, I always have the Colonel Sanders is always in my back pocket. By the way, I, you know, when they were auditioning for uh, Colonel Sanders, I realized that I grew up in that era when he did his own commercials. Mm-hmm. So I consumed probably hours and hours and hours of of Colonel Sanders without even noticing it as a kid and as a teenager. And uh, so when they when they put out the, the wide net for a Colonel Sanders' on-camera character, I thought, you know, I, I know I can do the voice very well. I don't think I look at all like him, so they're probably going to go another way. But if they're looking for a voice, you know, I, I feel like this one is really in my wheelhouse. So I never really have to strain... Because I just remember it very well. Uh, <laughs> so then, when I want to compose some uh, alternate universe version of Colonel Sanders, I, I usually start off with the guy who he's talking to, and it could come from. It could come from an audition where they say, "Hey, can you do this voice?" And I have to study and then learn and do an audition, and,
1: and then I go, "Oh,
0: well, I don't know if I'm going to get this job or not, but I can always take this voice now. I think it's good enough." And and, and if in my head. I can kind of imagine them having a conversation or a reason to have a conversation. That's generally enough for me to just go into the booth and record it. And, and since, I, since nobody seems to care except for me, I you know no one stops me, and I, I just uh, go through the couple of hours it takes to cut it together and, and make it a fun project.
1: Well, for, for my money, Jim, you look a lot more like Colonel Sanders than, say, Reba McIntyre. And I like Reba okay. McIntyre. Argument.
0: <laughs> I look a lot more like Reba McIntyre than Colonel <laughs> <laughs>
1: puzzle. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Jim Meskimen is on the line with us. Jim Meskimen, the current voice of Colonel Sanders. Uh, Jim also recently played President George Washington crossing the Delaware Turnpike in a very funny commercial for GEICO. Jim has three projects coming up. The Stars Network Limited Series Gaslit a Watergate-era series that also features Sean Penn and Julia Roberts. Uh, Jim will also be seen in the Amazon Prime limited series Hunters, opposite Al Pacino and Carol Kane. Plus, he'll be seen in the Big Door Prize new series on Apple TV, brought to us by the creators of Schitt's Creek. Uh, Jim's uh, YouTube channel is called Jim Pressions, the Jim Pressions channel on YouTube, where he has a lot of, uh, wonderful, very funny videos, not only uh, his, his series of parodies on Colonel Sanders, but a lot of videos on just, you have a lot of sort of instructional, like short, short five minute instructional vi- videos on how to go about creating a, a character if you want to be an impressionist.
0: Yeah, I've got to. You know, I've, I decided to share anything I know that that might be of value to other people. So I have uh, I have a whole series I do on just being a working actor. What does a working actor have to do? What What are things that I learn along the way? Because often these days things are changing a lot, and uh, we don't get to. We actors used to run into one another all the time at auditions or other gatherings, and uh, it's not happening that way anymore. We're all kind of isolated and doing auditions from home and. Even on set, we're, we're, we're very separated. So I like to share what I'm learning from this new experience in short videos and uh, hopefully bringing some value to
1: people's lives. One that I looked at, Jim, you did. Uh, it's like a five-minute instructional on how, how to do an impression of Tommy Lee Jones if that's the next character you want to work on. And the takeaway for me from watching that video, Jim, is it underscores... The the main thing I've learned about voice acting, I'm not a voice I'm not a voice artist, but I respect people who do what you do. And one of the reasons why I respect voice artists so much is there is a lot of physicality involved in creating a voice, whether it's an impression of Tommy Lee Jones or a, or a voice character you're doing for an animated series or anything.
0: Yeah, there is a lot of physicality, and and it's subtle. It's not like a, it's not like an Olympic swimmer, but it's. <laughs> It's certainly from the neck up and inside the head. Especially, you know, when you're talking about shifting around like Tommy Lee Jones, I'm, I'm bouncing the sound off a completely different area. I'm putting my attention on a different part of my face than I normally do. And that kind of thing is, is just learned through practice and uh, experimentation. But it is. It, there's a lot of physicality involved. Uh, like when I'm doing Nick Offerman from Parks and Recreation, <laughs> I find it expeditious to raise one eyebrow as high as I can. And that helps me to kind of <laughs> squeeze into the character, into the costume, if you will.
1: About how long does it take for you to get a voice down before you're ready to perform it?
0: That's a really good question, and it absolutely depends on the voice because uh, some of them are really in my wheelhouse already, like my natural equipment. Like for George W. Bush, for example, it's uh, uh, it, it only took me long enough to... I have to kind of get used to what uh, where his mindset was. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew that the general sound was not going to be hard. Yeah. Once I, But you know, with all these things, the viewpoint of the character, the viewpoint of the celebrity, the way they express themselves, the way they think is, is senior to all of it. There's a lot of mechanics involved. There's speed and there's volume and there's the impact of how they're talking. Uh, but the most key thing is like what would – how, how do they look at the world? What would they say? And that takes a little more study, particularly if you just haven't been exposed to that person very much.
1: And, and that underscores um, another takeaway that I, that I got from you know talking to voice actors, Jim, is that you, you may be quote-unquote just doing a voice – you know, especially if it's something for where, where you're not, good, where you, Jim, are not seen on screen. We're just, we just hear your voice doing this character. But the, but the important thing is, it's a character, and so the approach you take to creating that voice character is is not very different from the approach you would take playing an actor for a character that you're appearing on, on, on screen.
0: No, it's the same. It's absolutely the same. Uh, there's no difference. It's just, it's just a, an isolated channel, if you will, of that performance. So you know, like if you're watching a movie on the on an airplane, let's say, and, and we're all familiar with looking at screens of, of, of movies that other people are watching, and we can't hear the sound. Well, all, the, all that we're getting is the physical performance of that actor. If we only listen to it, then we would get another channel. And and voice actors are just concentrating. You know, our physicality doesn't matter at all, which is kind of a level of freedom that isn't important. Particularly, what is important is just that narrow and of information that comes from, from the voice. And there's a lot of richness in it, so it's, it's a very fun art form.
1: It's a very fun art form, and we're having a very good time talking to Jim Meskimen, the voice of Colonel Sanders. Jim Meskimen has several on-screen appearances coming up, including a role in the Stars Limited series, Gaslit. We'll talk about that and more when we carry over our conversation with Jim Meskimen into our second hour then we will welcome stephanie powers from heart to heart all that more we come back for hour number two of tv confidential stay with us be part of our conversation if you like what you hear have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of tv confidential we'd love to hear from you you can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net